When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. As always, I am Jim, I am your host. Happy New Year, one and all. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today we have Kindred on the show. Um, this is a uncle-niece duo. Um, it's comprised of Dustin Chapman and Riley Madison, both out of the Carolinas. Um, Dustin and Riley have both been Idol alumni. How interesting is that, right? So you'll hear about it in the conversation. But Dustin was on Idol, and then Riley was on Idol. Unbelievable. Dustin is also CCMA 2021 Entertainer of the Year. Um, absolutely incredible. For those of you that don't know what CCM, it's the Carolina Country Music Association. Um, absolute fantastic people over there as well. Um, this conversation is kind of cool because, you know, it, it's twofold. You, you get a sense of... You know, Dustin's been in the game for a while, um, so you hear his his take. And then Riley, you know, she's relatively young, pretty new to the scene, you know, relatively. You know, she she doesn't have, you know, decades or years and years and years of, of um, success yet. But, you know, the two of them together make up Kindred. Um, I love their, their sense of accomplishment, and I can't wait to see where they go because I think they're going to go somewhere. Um, if not as kindred, they're definitely going to go somewhere individually. Um, there's no absolute doubt in my mind. So really without further ado, again, thank you. Happy new year for, thank you for being here. Um, check us out on all of our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, social media accounts, TikTok. Um, and you know, we greatly appreciate you being here. Um, we will have a regular scheduled programming on Monday on the Dirt Road FM, and then Tuesday it'll be out um, for everybody to hear. I'm not quite sure what that is yet. Um, there's a few things rolling around, but um, I promise you, you'll have new episodes starting in January and and also in February, so and continuing <laughs> throughout the year. Um, so thank you again so much for being here. Really, without further ado, I want you to hear this story because it's great. Um, Dustin Chapman, Riley Madison also better known together as Kindred. Enjoy. Artist friends, local friends, and everybody looking for a little bit of Nashville here in Central Mass, come check out Off the Rails in Worcester. You can go see their website, offtherailsworcester.com. They have their restaurant menu. They have their venue schedule. Go check them out. Real good friends of ours here at the show. You don't want to miss out on this place, offtherailsworcester.com. Again, restaurant, a little taste of Nashville, and a great music scene. Come check it out. Hello. Hello. Hey, can you hear me now? 
we can. Perfect. Perfect. There's, it's been some like technical difficulties with this lately where I have to send it twice. And I'm not going to lie to you. It's kind of aggravating me. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> so anyway, thank you so much for being here, guys. It's awesome to have you. Um, yes, we appreciate it. Thank you for having. Oh, absolutely. I know. You know, we've been going kind of back and forth with this for a while, and I'm so and I'm so sorry it's taken so long, but I'm so happy you're here. We we are just glad to be here, and we appreciate it. Absolutely. So so like I was telling you through text earlier, you know, this is about you. So I'm gonna turn this over to you. You tell your story, and I will I'll interject as things come up. All right. So by all means, give us give us the lowdown. All right. Well, my name's Dustin Chapman. My name's Riley Madison. We are from Whitepool, North Carolina, and we are an uncle and niece duo. And uh, we are just super blessed to be able to be on this journey together. We have been performing together for quite a number of years now. And um, I was on American Idol two years ago, and Riley was a semifinalist on this past season. And um, through that, we learned and just built our, our craft and gained some connections. And then uh, this past year, we were offered a management and booking deal, and they started branding us as Kindred, which was pretty cool because it kept those family ties in there for us. And um, we've just been hitting the road and doing um, whatever shows they're finding for us now. And we've got a band behind us, and it's going very well. So we're super excited for uh, the rest of this year and what 2023 is going to bring in store. That's awesome. That's really cool. So now the Idol connection, um, Riley, did you go to Idol because Dustin had, or was it something that was just always in the plans? Yeah. Well, Dustin going definitely gave me kind of a, an encouragement because he had already went through it and kind of could um, show me the ropes I guess you would say, but I always wanted to audition for American Idol. I grew up watching it. We both did, and um, I just thought, you know, the opportunity came up. I, I got of age that year and just decided to go for it and, and see where it led, and, and it turned out really well. Now, what were you guys doing before Idol and, and this whole thing? Were you Were you performing? Were you, you know, did you have one of those, like, oh, I just decided to sing one day, or was this something you were doing prior to idol yes we were definitely singing before idol i i've been singing since i was three um i started singing in church and all that good stuff and um we after dustin graduated college we started singing um professionally as you say but yeah you can take this (laughs) yes so like riley said we really got started in church and um that was our foundation for that and where our love for music came from. And we grew up in a musical family, so um, it just made sense for us. I went on to uh, major in music in college, and once I graduated, um, Riley and I started hitting the road and, you know, just going wherever would have us. So that's where all that got started for the two of us. So That's awesome. So how is that family dynamic? Now, Riley, obviously, you're, you know, you're a little younger than Dustin. So how is that? you know, being able to do this professionally and, you know, more or less be in a business together? Well, I can say that it's honestly great. Me and Dustin, we have how five years apart? No, seven years apart. We're seven years apart. So it's more of like a big brother, little sister kind of dynamic. And, and we're really each other's best friends. We never fight or anything. 
a lot of people will find that hard to believe, but we really never fight, so it's a great dynamic, and um, yeah, it's awesome on my end. <laughs> yeah, I would say uh, I, I think she's a little lucky because she just gets to show up and perform and gets to have me handle all the business side of things. Yeah. So, um, but no, it's it's really is a great. Uh, we I've never met anyone else that I work as well as I do with Riley, and uh, it's just a blessing to be able to do it with someone that you care so much for, and to be able to be on that journey with them. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can only imagine what it's like to be able to have somebody, you know, obviously you guys are close to have, you know, together on this journey and be able to, you know, really, sh- you know, to have two people in the same family that can sing as well as the two of you do. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty damn good to begin with. Hey, <laughs> well, we appreciate it. Absolutely. Now, let's, you know, we've had some people on here that have been on Idol and on The Voice and all that. Now, can you? I want to hear your experience, both of your experiences with the show as a whole and how, you know, everything turned out for you in the long run. Yeah, well, I guess since I was on the show first, I'll go first. So um, my experience was very different than Riley's per se, because I was um, on the show during peak of COVID. And um, so everything was done virtually. So I was actually I was teaching school. And um, I was a music teacher and I was like, I saw one day someone sent me a link and they were like, American Idol's having auditions today on Zoom for North Carolina. And uh, I was like, you know, what do I have to lose? You know, so I got home from work. I didn't tell anyone what I was doing. I went in my music building and I hopped on the Zoom call and waited for a couple of minutes. And then a producer popped up and they were like, "Okay, Dustin, what are you going to sing? And I sang my original song, Slow Dance. And then he was like, oh, wow, I love that. Do you have something else? And so I did Don't Close Your Eyes by Keith Whitley. And then he asked me for another song. And so I did another original that I wrote called Words and Alibis. And uh, he wound up sending me on to what they call the winner circle. And so that's where you sing for the head producer of the show. And um, she had me sing two songs. So she wanted me to sing the first two that I sang for the original producer. And uh, as soon as she got done, She was like, you know, Dustin, we've been hoping that you would, you know, audition. And we've been because they had knew of me previously from some conversations that we had. And uh, they were like, we would like to extend an invitation for you to come and audition for the celebrity judges. And um, so from there, I went on to talk to uh, another producer for about an hour and a half building. You know, you have to build your story and all that stuff. And uh, so we were doing that. And then... um, they were like, okay, we'll be in touch. And they said, we'll be in touch by the end of the week. And that week went by and I didn't hear anything. And I was getting a little nervous because I was like, you know, I don't know what's going on right now. Um, And then one day I was in the middle of teaching and my phone started ringing and it was a California number. And I was like, I better answer this. And it was someone from the show. And they're like, Dustin, we've been trying for about a week now to get in touch with you. Um, We've been sending you email after email and haven't heard anything back. Are you still interested? And I was like, yeah, I'm definitely interested. And uh they wound up, they typed the wrong email and uh, thankfully they had my phone number. So they were able to get that all cleared out. But um, they were like, okay, well, we're flying you next week to LA. And so that, you know, very short notice there. And um, so I had to get everything prepared. I wound up um, getting to LA and for us, we had to quarantine for three days before we could do any filming. And you had to get COVID tested each day just to make sure that it was clear. And, um, so went through all of that and um, then started going through the process of recording B-Real and uh, 
all that stuff and working with the the team to get through all that and we yeah and we went through it and um so then it was audition day and wound up doing my song slow dance and don't close your eyes by keith whitley and a travis tritt song called help me hold on and then um made it to the round after that first round of hollywood week and then that's where they had decided to send me home so that was the end of my idol journey and then wound up helping riley uh prepare for her journey so that was my time on there so is that you know it's going to be disappointing right once you get to you know to that point just to go home you know after doing all this stuff all this preparation especially during you know covid and having to go through all those precautions and, right. and everything to go with it now was it that was it much more frustrating do you think if you know going through that if it was like a regular year you know it it was in a way because for example, we didn't really get to make connections with our fellow contestants the way that Riley has described her experience to me. Like she made like lifelong friendships with people there. Um, for us, we didn't really get to communicate with each other. When you weren't filming, you were sent back to your hotel room. Um, and like if they saw you within six feet of each other, they threatened to send you home. They had like a COVID security officer there that anytime you were breaking one of the COVID rules, like if they saw you more than twice, like you were gone. Um, so it was very, um, it was very restricted in that sense. And so that was very frustrating. Um, not really the part about going home, you know, I knew, like, I knew that I had done something that was on my bucket list and like not many people from our areas able to say that they were on American Idol, you know what I mean? And right. People in general. And so I, um, was very pleased with that. Like it sucked, you know, being sent home, but I knew like, they tell you once they send you home, like, it's not a matter of talent. This is a TV show, and we're, like, weeding it out to get who to who we think America's going to, like, migrate towards and this and that. Like, they do tell you that when they send you home. And so um, – Really? Did, hold, hold on, hold on. I'm going to jump in here. They yeah. really – they tell you that. One of the head producers, they actually pull you aside in a group, and they're like, you know, it's obviously not about your talent. If we didn't think you were talented, we wouldn't have flew you out here and all this stuff. And um, – but they're essentially like, you know, this is a TV show. And so they were like, we start out with hundreds of thousands of people and you made it to like the top 100 here. So you have nothing to feel ashamed of. Like, right. We, okay. You know, so at, that they do have a conversation telling you that kind of thing. And so, um, so, you know, they, they leave you in an encouraging way and um, they really encourage you. They're like, you know, there's so many contestants that, you know, they don't make it far on the show and then they use this as leverage and they kickstart their career. And so I knew that um, if I had it my way, you know, I was not going to quit. And that was just going to be like a leveraging point for me. So, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I mean, and you got to, right. It's right. at the end of the day, regardless of how much you love to sing or, you know, record or be on tour or whatever, at the mm -hmm. end of the day, it's a business. Absolutely. Wow, that's that's fascinating, and you know, I really appreciate you just coming out and saying it that way because you know we've had people on the show that you know kind of beat around the bush, and I mean, you can, you know, you hear the writing on the wall, but right. you know, I, I love the honesty and how you know how it's like. Well, this is how it is, and I I love that. That's oh yeah, that's insane. absolutely. You know, and it's it's funny because every year you know you'll have a casting producer reach out for you know one of those shows. Because once you once you get on their radar, like you don't leave, you know what I mean. They're like uh, they'll keep you in mind for different opportunities as they come about, and so it, it, it's just funny to um to see you know the doors that continue to open just from that experience. So yeah, 
Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, and it's obviously it's worked out, you know, really in the long run. Yep. Absolutely. Now, Riley, what's, what's your story? How, do, how does this all happen for you? So my idol story, it all started whenever um, I got word, pretty much Dustin told me that um, there was auditions, Zoom auditions similar to his, and um, I had always wanted to do it, but the year he did it, I was too young, so I had just turned of age, so I was like, you know, why not give it a shot? I wasn't really expecting all that much because this was my first time ever auditioning for the show, and I was still young, so I didn't really expect much of it, but we got on the Zoom, Justin accompanied me um, with his piano, and I sung a couple songs, and um, I sung a lot of songs, actually. I sung, like, four or five, a lot. Um, they did a lot of talking with me and, and stuff like that, and right there in that Zoom, um, there was a lot of waiting around, but um, at the end of the Zoom, they told me that I was going to be going, you know, to the judges. Um, there wasn't any kind of waiting period or anything like that. They just told me, and I was, like, shocked because I did not expect that. I had no expectations. So I wouldn't be disappointed, but they told me I was going to go to the celebrity judges, and I was absolutely shocked. So from there, there was a little bit of waiting time, but soon after, um, I auditioned in Nashville. And so... Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. I had my audition. I was there for about a week or so, um, and I had my audition. And I got the golden ticket, um, and I got to go to Hollywood. And shortly after that, I went to Hollywood. And I was in Hollywood for a pretty long time, um, about two weeks, I would say, um, in December. And I made it through three rounds of Hollywood Week and got sent home right before Top 24. So my that was my um, experience in a nutshell. But there was so, so much to it I learned so much throughout the experience and um made a lot of friends like Dustin said and just learned so so much at, and it was exposed to a lot at a young age which um I'm really grateful for all that experience wow that that's incredible that's that's really cool now let me ask you and this is probably going to be a you know this is one of those deep dive questions and for, forget talent aside Riley right do you feel that with Dustin's experience on the show, that kind of helped push you through as well? Um, Sure, I would say so for sure. Because, you know, with anything, if you have somebody else that done it before you, you know, they'll kind of prepare you. But honestly, like I would say, uh, sure, but my experience was completely different from Dustin's. You know, sure. COVID and everything. Honestly, I don't really think that you could prepare anybody for that kind of experience. Like I want to say... His his experience aided me, but it, it really didn't because mine was so different and um, the kind of situations you're put in, you know, high pressure situations, super nerve wracking. Um, you honestly have to find it your own like strength, you know. Sure. Anything anybody says really doesn't help. You got to just kind of be in fight or flight is is what I was really doing. So it sort of did help me, but at the same time, not because you know, like to each their own, and any experience like that is super 
super uh you gotta find stuff within yourself that you didn't really know you had and i'll add to that just to say um each experience on the reality tv show like that is tailored to the story they're trying to make about you at the same time too so yeah no absolutely i'm sure you know it's it's crazy how that all works how how, Mm -hmm. like forget about talent they still have to tell a story right yes now you know let me ask you, maybe maybe you know, maybe you don't know, but when they film, you know, when you watch Idol on TV or whatever and they, you know, they'll pick somebody out of the group and, you know, tell their tell their story and, you know, film the little bit that they do and then they don't, either they do or they don't go on. Like, is that part of that whole process where they like, all right, these are the people we're going to cherry pick out of this this group and you know kind of push them along i'm not saying that you know they ultimately decide who stays and who goes but you know do they kind of you know i I don't want to say you use the story to their advantage but you know use the story to their advantage more or less i would say for sure um there's definitely um like justin said each story and person it's kind of tailor-made to them obviously so but i would definitely say there's some you know special exceptions and cases where you know they might spend a little bit more time with with you or or they might you know pick some other people around you and and do a little bit more with um just like I had a kind of an experience like that whenever I got to speak with Lauren Elena they um you know picked me out of the little crowd and sat me aside on a chair separate from everybody else and um I was like what is going on here I knew something was going on but I just didn't really know what um, and they surprised me and I got to speak with her and I think only like maybe three people got to do that so there's definitely things that they cater um, to the audience more and kind of build more of a story too so that's absolutely the truth that always happens <laughs> wow that's cool now how so how was that conversation with Lauren Elena it was absolutely amazing. It was honestly a dream come true ever since I was a little girl. Cause like I said, me and Dustin both watched Idol when we were younger. Um, and seeing Scotty McCreary, he won the season that I remember the most. And Lauren Elena was runner up. So I remember that um, being a kid. And um, me and Dustin loved her music. We love her music and we love her. So it was honestly meeting like one of my heroes because I'd loved her ever since I was little. And she was just so genuine and kind and, and I saw a lot of myself in her. We were very similar. And we got to talk for like 30 minutes, which was really long. We talked a lot. And um, she gave me some great advice. And you could just tell she was super sweet and wise. And, and she meant everything that she said. That's that's great. That's really good. Now, since you guys have been on the show, right, forget about forget about this thing you're doing together. What What kind of experiences have you been able to have either together or individually since being on the show that you know, really kind of help put you there? Hmm. That's a good question. I think, um, you know, every everything that we've done after the show, even um, no, nothing has really been individually. Everything's been together. Like when we, when we come home, we're, we're always together no matter what, like show wise, just hanging out. Like we're, we're just always together. Uh, we never do anything separately musically when we're home. It's only when it's opportunities like that where it's required that you're by yourself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, but we've got open for some pretty cool people. We just had a show opening for Terry Clark. We've opened for John Barry. Um, we've opened for some pretty big Christian acts. And uh, 
So that's some, you know, opportunities that have presented themselves from that experience on Idol that we probably wouldn't have had otherwise. Riley, I don't know if you have anything to add in there. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, just a lot of exposure. Just mm-hmm. really great exposure. Um, I was, luckily, I was aired pretty heavily on the, you know, beginning of um, the season. And that brought a lot of exposure um, nationwide and a lot um, statewide. And it's really helped, you know, a lot of people will look at that and all the positive exposure and stuff like that. And that will really attract people to, you know, book us or whatever it might be. So that is one great thing from it is really good exposure. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, has it been, has it been, you know, obviously Riley, you're still, I mean, from, from the conversation we had off, off the air, um, you're still in school, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Now, how is, how does that play in with all of this? Now, how, how much of a, um, balancing act has that been for you? Oh, it's very difficult, I will say. Um, I'm a junior now in high school, so I have a little bit more to go. I'm halfway done. Um, my freshman and sophomore year, um, I missed a lot of school to go sing and, you know, do things. And I missed a lot of school for Idol, too. Um, you know, I had to get, like, a worker's permit, and it was a whole ordeal. Um, so that was that of itself, trying to, you know, balance schoolwork while filming the show and, and working hard on that but um now um, I really try to prioritize my school above anything because you know it's I'm gonna graduate in two years but music will always be there like forever right. so um I normally just gig on the weekends now and um try to do as much work as I can I do something here and there but um I because tr- I used to not really prioritize I, I've always got great grades but um I never really cared that much I wanted to try to do them both um, but being this young and trying to have a career, both um, an educational career and a professional singing career can get very tricky. But, you know, you just got to kind of handle it as it comes and hopefully it would all work out. Right. Now, do the kids at school treat you any differently? Because obviously, you know, they know you've been an idol and, and all that. Like, are you, you know, are you treated as, you know, I don't want to say, you know, above everybody else, but are you kind of like, you know, the the cool kid at school because you've been on TV? Um, I mean, not really. I, I don't think I really have been treated any different, which I love. Everybody knows me and I'm pretty much everybody's friend and I'm, and I'm kind of everybody. So everybody knows me and um, a lot of people supported me on Idol. You know, I didn't have any mean people or naysayers at least to my face at school everybody was super supportive my teachers and the staff at school so um yeah I definitely am not like the most popular I definitely don't get treated any different but everybody does know about it and and are really supportive which I'm super grateful for that's that's awesome you ever have to throw around the do you know don't you know who I am (laughs) no not really (laughs) (laughs) well that's good because I think I would I, I think I would I would you know, beat that horse <laughs> to the absolute death if that was me. <laughs> yeah, uh, now, <laughs> yeah. Now, Dustin, did you go back to teaching after Idol? I did for one more school year, and then everything was just kind of getting too much to balance between the two. And obviously, for me, it was a no-brainer which one I was going to choose. And um, and it's it's been a good decision so far. So to pursue uh, our performing career full time. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, what about you know what about this kindred thing you're doing together? How did 
you know, did somebody come to you guys? Did you decide to start this together and kind of do this thing or, you know, to, to walk us through that? Yeah, so we, like I said, we were always doing the duo stuff, but we were just going by our names, just Dustin Chapman and Riley Madison. And, um, and, and, Hey, everyone, don't forget to check out our friends over at theafterglowboutique.com. That's theafterglowboutique.com. Or if you're local, they have a great shop at 43 Main Street in Blackstone, Massachusetts. All Boots and Whiskey podcast listeners get 20% off at checkout with the promo code BOOTS. That's B-O-O-T-S at checkout for 20% off at theafterglowboutique.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. It was probably right before Riley's last um, American Idol performance aired. I had uh, someone reach out to me, and they were like, "I would, I want to discuss with you and Riley about, um, you know, talking uh, about, you know, management representation and things of that nature." And I was like, "Okay." Um, I was like, "We can't sign anything right now until you know all of her Idol things air, um, but we can sit down and talk and." Uh, our manager now, her, her name's Kaylee, and she wound up going to one of our shows in uh, Mount Airy, North Carolina. And afterwards, we went out and we were talking and we were just talking, you know, business and uh, all these things. And uh, she, her vision for us greatly aligned with what we were hoping for for ourselves. And uh, it kind of felt like a no brainer for us. So we wound up signing a deal with uh, Brio Live Entertainment. They're based in North Carolina. And um, they are representing us for both booking and management now. And uh, it's been one of the best decisions I think we've ever made so far. And so we uh, part of that was they were like, we need to get y'all a group name that's uh, marketable and, you know, identifiable. And that's where Kindred came from. And now we are, you know, like Riley said, hitting it hard when she's not at school <laughs> and uh, and just taking it day by day and seeing what opportunities continue to present themselves. So. That's awesome. Now, now Riley, what, what was your, what is your plan? Like, do you want to, I mean, you can be honest. I'm sure Dustin knows this already, but do you want to do music or do you want to go to college after you're done school? Like what, you know, do you have a backup plan or is, is singing and music in this career is your backup plan? Yeah, so after high school, I, I don't really know about the college thing. I'm really looking into going to college, but um, regardless of that, I plan on doing music forever. This is something that um, I'm very passionate about and very, very um, sure of. Um, I don't really have a backup plan because um, it's not that I don't feel like it's necessary. It's just, you know, I'm going to do whatever. Um it, not whatever it takes, but I just, this is what I'm going to do forever. And um, however it it Man. goes, however it manifests is, is how it manifests. And I hopefully um, everything will turn out great. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm sure it is because you guys sound so great together. Like it, <laughs> it works, you know, it really does. It's, you know, the whole duet thing, you know, especially now and the way you guys sound you know there's not a lot of your sound out there where it's you know wholesome and authentic in you know very country music and i and i as a fan first and foremost you know i appreciate hearing that sound again right thank you you're welcome now when it comes to writing your songs and the songs you're putting out who who's taking the lead on that that would be me i um <laughs> Everything that we've released so far, I've, I've written myself. 
And um, it's it's really cool though because Riley is really starting to come into her own as a rider, and um, and it's been really cool for us to sit down and write together and go to Nashville and co-write with some people that our management company knows. And um, and we've just we're continuing to polish our craft and uh, become better as performers and writers, and uh, that's all we can really ask for. And it's a blessing to see how people are truly relating to what we're releasing. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, and. Now, Riley, you don't have a problem with Dustin taking the reins on the the songwriting aspect of everything at the time? Well, I'm doing a lot of writing within myself. You know, I love to write in a journal aspect or or like just free writing. Um, But and I've always written songs ever since I was little, but just nothing for anybody other than myself. It's very therapeutic for me and confessional that way. Um, but I'm really starting to step in, like Dustin said, step into my own craft of songwriting. And um, I'm not going to let him do all the work. I'm really, I'm really doing some, some work myself. So hopefully it could be more of a collaborative thing. But I, Dustin is a great songwriter. He's been writing for um, since he was 18, I believe, and mm-hmm. got in college. So yeah, hopefully I can be half of a songwriter. He's. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Now, now for Dustin, for you, did that the song? writing thing does that come natural or is that something you've been working on and you know at the at the beginning it really sucked and now it's you know gotten a lot better you know I I wish I could say that it was a natural thing um I like Riley said you know writing has always been we're very similar so writing is something that's pretty natural to us um but putting that in the form of a song is kind of a foreign concept you know so it's something you know the more you work it the more natural it becomes sure and so um the first couple of songs i wrote were pure crap i'm just going to be honest (laughs) but um you know the more i started doing it and the more i was seeing you know what was appealing to people and what you know i think transparency is in writing is very important and i think you know um i something that's very vital to me is taking what I'm experiencing or taking what I'm feeling it and putting into words that other people can relate to. And so that is uh, really what I try to do with my writing. And I think that's, you know, it's my writing continues to grow with each song, I believe. And I think that um, it's just going to continue to get better. So it's not something that I think I was naturally just good at. It's something I've been working at for a while. So, yeah. Now, do you write songs and then think to yourself, oh, my niece is going to hear this. I probably shouldn't write about this. <laughs> well, if it's something like that, I probably won't show her. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I, um, you know, I, I kind of, like you said, our sound is very wholesome. And so there's a, there's a, <laughs> there's a formula that I follow with the rotten there, I guess. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, and that, and that makes all the sense in the world. It really does. Um, you know, because you do, you have that wholesome image and it's, mm-hmm. You know, I think it's it's very country music and it's not something you see a lot, especially, you know, independently and in the mainstream. Right. You, you just don't see it anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, what? Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, like, you know, a lot of a lot of what you hear today or even in the past years on country radio, it's been, you know, party drinking girl, you know, like that. That's the yeah. bro country. Yeah. Um, and I'm not trying to bash anyone or talk about it. That's but just not our cup of tea. It, it's not us. And we, yeah. so we try to write what is um, true to who we are as individuals and just hope that, like I said, people continue to relate to it. So, yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think you guys are doing a great job at it. I really do. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, you know, there's, so what is on the horizon for you guys? You know, is there anything you can tell us that you're looking forward to and, and all that? Well, we are very hopeful that um, 2023, you know, first or second quarter that we'll be able to have, a, a, you know, a greater body of workout, whether that's an EP or an album, we're not sure yet, but we are looking at a lot of possibilities there. Um, new music videos, you know, things of that nature that we um, just are excited to get out under the Kindred name because right now everything has been under our individual names. And so we are just super excited to get work out as our official duo name and just see the response from that. So, yeah. Now, now, do you have any idea what the response from that is going to look like? I, we have no idea. <laughs> Honestly, we just hope that um, – I believe if we put, you know, all our hard work and passion and um, authenticity into something that um, the right audience will come across it, the right people will come across it. And um, we're both Christians, and we grew up Christian, and we're very strong believers. And um, I personally believe that whatever, you know, is meant to happen in the Lord's will will happen. Um, and I don't think we can do anything to kind of alter that. So hopefully – um, the right people listen to it and mm-hmm. honestly what I always say is if it impacts one person even one person that it's worth it for me so mm-hmm. that's what I think that's Good. awesome yes 100 percent. I think you know it's it's been really cool over the past couple of years just to see like the response that each new release is getting um, whether that be like it's been crazy Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures or whatnot, all come from the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. A big thank you to those guys out there. drsupplyco.com. Check them out. Canadian company. Great stuff. Check them out. Because, you know, TikTok is a thing now. Oh, yeah. um, you know, delayed reactions to song has become a thing. So I released a song two years ago ago called Slow Dance. And uh, it blew up on TikTok recently and was like on the top iTunes country charts and all this stuff, which was so unexpected. I just one day was like, let me put a little bit of this on TikTok. And next morning I woke up and it had like over 200,000 views and kept climbing and climbing. And I was like, this is kind of insane right now. And so, you know, it's really cool because every day our following is continuing to grow through the various social media platforms. And um, I think as we work to promote these releases and um, put put our heads together with our management and our team to uh, get these uh, release strategies together that um, we will see a great response, hopefully. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's got to be right. You know, you guys have worked so hard at what you're doing that. You know, I really think that good things happen to good people and you guys are great people. So I can only imagine what's what's in store. I really can. Well, thank you yes. so much. We appreciate it. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, now, you know, so you guys are relatively new at your, you know, your kindred um, duo and and everything you've got going on. You know, I honestly can't I can't wish you nothing but the best. And I'm very much looking forward to. Um, whatever comes your way, whether it's together or, you know, as individuals, you know, I think your idle time is going to be, you know, really what helps push you over the edge, especially if you can, you know, you know, 
right, wrong, or indifferent, you have to use it to your to your advantage. And I think right. you'll, I think you, you know, you'll be successful. You know, not just in talent, but with that backing as well. I think it's great. It is. It is a blessing to have that in our corner. You know, to it. It. Uh, it's like I told Riley when I was first talking to her about auditioning. It's a uh, maximum amount of exposure and minimum amount of time. So, right, right, right. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. I can only imagine what it's like being in your shoes, but it's definitely a lot. Yes, absolutely. Uh, now you know I. Um. I know I told you I have no, you know, sh- I have no questions for you guys because I, I don't. I thought, you know, I think everything you've said is pretty much, you know, summed everything up perfectly where I don't, you know, there's nothing left on the table, which is which right. is awesome. Um, you know, I do ask everybody about their boots and their whiskey. Riley, obviously, you know, sit out the whiskey part. Yeah. But for, <laughs> but for, for Dustin, do you have a, a boot and a whiskey of choice or? You know, anything along those lines? Well, you know, I'm in the department of finding me some new boots, but I I wear some, um, I wear some, is it Air, Aria, Aria? Aria? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I have a pair that I wear with me on stage every time we perform that I've had for years now. And, um, I, but I also, there's this store out in Nashville and I have no idea what it's called. Um, boot barn. Was it the boot barn? Boot barn. Okay. Well, the boot barn apparently. And we both, Riley, we were out there and Riley was like, D, look, they got um, a, a buy two, get one free deal. So you can just get you two and I can get the free pair. And I was like, okay, I'll do it for you. So I got me a pair of snakeskin boots and another pair that's got a nice design on it. And so I've been really rocking those here, <laughs> here lately, but they're not no name brand. They're just like, they were very expensive, but they're not a name brand boot. Right. Um, but I, that's what I've been wearing. In terms of the whiskey, I have never drank alcohol in my life, so I, I'm not much help there. <laughs> there. Um, but, Riley, do you want to touch on the boot part? While we... Sure. Definitely um, don't touch on the whiskey, Riley. Don't no, do it. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> but um, boots-wise, my favorite pair is also area pair. Um, it's very just a classic brown boot. You know, nothing special to it. Um, also, Miranda Lambert has a really good boot line, in my opinion. Um, her Idlewind um line. I got a pair from her, and they're really, really nice. And I, I really like them. So, those are my that, boots. That's great. You know, my boots are Ariats too, and oh. um, you know, it's it's one of those things where I've been try. I've been begging them to like be a part of this show. So I figured if I can keep getting people to mention them, right. maybe you know, we can uh, we can get something happening. Hey, I think that's a great idea. Now, if they wind up sponsoring you, just send them our way and tell them that we're we're in the need of. Some- oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, a hundred percent. You know, I can't. I couldn't imagine doing this without without some friends. You know. Hey, there you go. <laughs> um, you know, guys, thank you so much for your time. I know time is precious, and I really, you know, I really appreciate yours a hundred percent. And um, I look forward to what you guys are doing, and you know, the careers that you're on. I really. Really, I'm looking forward to it, and I can't wait to see what happens. And you know, as things come, you know, please let us know, and we'll we'll help you out as much as we can, as much you know, in the capacities that we can. And you know, we're always here for you for sure. Well, like we said earlier, we just greatly appreciate you having us on, and we look forward to you know keeping in touch and uh, keeping you posted on what's coming. So. 
thank you again. Oh, of course. Please do. Please do. Please keep me in the loop with everything. And, you know, always know that we're here for you 100%. Thank, thank you. you so much. You're very welcome. Well, guys, thank you so much. Have a great night. And it was, you too. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Hey, we Thanks, appreciate so it appreciate so much. It. Of course. Anytime. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye guys. Well, there you have it. Um, Kindred, what a what a great duo. I, honestly, you know, I love, I love that. You don't get it. You don't get a lot of it, or really at all. That niece, uncle duo, you know, and they sound so well together. I I just love the the chemistry they have together, and the way they they really play off each other. Um, go check out their music. You won't be disappointed. And I, I still, I can't, you know, it kind of blew me away. I can't believe that they both were on Idol. Obviously, two different seasons, two different um, experiences as we heard. But um, very cool either way. Um, and again, go check them out, even as individuals. Check out Dustin Chapman. Check out Riley Madison. You really won't be disappointed. Um, so thank you for tuning in. Thank you for, um, you know, thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Riley, for being on the show and everybody on your team for making it happen. I really, really, really do appreciate it. Again, Happy New Year. I hope 2022, God, I almost just said 2021, um, 2022 was great for you. And if it wasn't so great, well, you know what? 2023 is just around the corner. So enjoy. Here's to a happy, healthy new year. Thank you for tuning in. And we look forward to you joining us on social medias and you know, following us along. I really, 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 really appreciate it. Um, without you, this show would be nothing. So thank you, everyone. Until next time, keep the boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Cheers. <laughs>